Welcome to the actor and the actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means anything at all. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? I mean, after that intro with booming power, I mean, that was just fantastic. I, I, I may have not been as good as I am now. Oh, wow. Well, that's great. I mean, if you ever run across any roles that really need a booming voice, let me know. I could, I could give acting a try. Aaron, oh. what, are you, what, are you, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I've got a uh, classic gin and tonic here Ooh. with a couple uh, lime circles. It's very delicious. Man, you're really getting into the uh, craftsmanship. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, you got to takes just a little extra effort to make it really special. It know? does. It does take a little extra effort to, to make it special. That's good. But it's, it's worth it though. Oh man. How oh, about you, Jeff? What are you drinking over there? I you got any more milkshakes? I really wish tonight that'd been a nice one. Um, you know, I'm still working my way through my Cabernets. So I, I could go like, you know, thousands of episodes before I even get out of Cabernet. I'm on a Justin cab tonight. Justin cab, Justin. Justin. Is that like just in or Justin? No, like the name Justin. Like okay, like Bieber, like your hair. Like Biebs, yeah. 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 Okay. Sweet. Be by the way, Biebs stole my hair. I'm older <laughs> than him, and in every single stage of life, he has actually followed me. This is the first time I haven't actually followed Mr. Shag, but mm. uh, so it's Jeff hair. Just want to make sure that's uh cleared. Thanks for clarifying. No Are you in one of these like uh, Cabernet of the month clubs where you get like a whole box of Cabernet every month? Why do you have so much? Um, I don't know. I, I don't have so much. I just, I just like drinking a Cabernet. So when I buy wine, I buy Cabernet. And also I buy different bottles because you make me. <laughs> <laughs> you're at the store and you're like, man, that's my favorite, but uh, can't get that one. Uh, Aaron, what are we talking about this evening? Jeff, I've got a whimsical topic for us tonight. Ooh, all right, um, let's, let's talk about this. All right. I want to talk about whimsy. Ooh. Do you know uh, what whimsy is? What whimsy was? Where whimsy was going? Um, I don't know where whimsy was going. I do know what whimsy is. At least I know what the definition of um, what my wife says. My wife calls our house very whimsical. Oh, uh, she does. What, yeah. What's whimsical about it? Uh, the rose bushes and the vines that like kind of wrap around the house and connect with the plant. Sure. Like it's very whimsical. Yeah, it seems like it would be in a storybook or a movie or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it is like a kind of like an old school feel to um, like a beautiful aesthetic, I guess. Yeah, it seems almost like too good to be true. In, in it a way. is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Like I, I think of, when I think of whimsical, for me, the primary example is thinking back to Christmas when you're hmm. a kid and you're like, oh man, Christmas, like the lights are just so colorful and everything smells so good and you get like all the presents and it's just like a very, it, you know, it seems like every year that time goes on, you're like, well, Christmas just didn't seem as magical as it used to, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it can never live up to that whimsical memory that you yeah, had when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I think of when I think of whimsy. Yeah. I got a lot of good whimsical memories with Christmas back home. Yeah. Do, do you have any off the top of your head? Well, there, there was like, you know, a, 
the repetition that, you know, the routines and patterns that come with Christmas, like we would always sit at the top of our stairs and take a photo and like kind of wait in anticipation to go down the stairs to see all the gifts. Was this with the, uh, the Christmas bears? Was that you or was that somebody else? It wasn't me, but I'm very intrigued. Have you heard of the Christmas bears? No. It's something like there are these little polar bears that were dressed in Christmas sweaters and there's one for every year. I don't know. I got to find out who that is now. (laughs) You do. And that's weird. Um, I I don't know. Well, maybe if, if, if you listener had Christmas bears, um, shoot us in line at, uh, actor in the actuary at gmail.com. Let us know. Curious. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You remember the, the waking up and for me, my family, we always had caramel rolls. Oh yeah. um, on, on Christmas morning. And actually, you know, what's so whimsical is that because your brother has, you know, joined my family and has joined many at Christmases, um, he introduced that to our family, oh. uh, and brought in some of his own whimsy that you grew up with. So that, I mean, I, that's pretty cool, but he, like, he actually, they make the caramel rolls. Yeah. Yeah. He makes it and brings it over. What? You know, he always we, pretend whenever I make them, he pretends not to like them. It's really weird because he brings it over. Do? I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's really like moments like that, that make life special and make life fun. Um, and so, yeah, I thought we could talk a little bit about some of the, the whimsical moments in our life, whether we have created mm. some of those whimsical moments or if some have been done for us. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought we could talk a little bit about that. I love it. I think uh, whimsy, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think whimsy is like intentionality. Uh, You know, you can't have something whimsical without like an action behind it that says, hey, I'm going to be intentional with this. Yeah, I think that's true. I think it's somebody who is wanting to love you or love somebody and like wants to especially give a gift of joy like that goes mm. above and beyond so it's like a gift of joy given out of love i love it i'm going to i'm going to immediately jump to the love of my life and tell you a quick rundown Ooh. of my whimsical proposal and i'll say it's whimsical because i think my wife would agree um, but there was like a spreadsheet there was all kinds of <laughs> you would love that that's, uh, that's a, so a spreadsheet does sound whimsical to me but <laughs> but it really? was like really color-coded and organized about like who does what everybody had like a job and so that jack and i from the very beginning of the day had every single moment planned and she didn't know about it but she would just kind of follow with me and then something would happen and somebody would be there and then this would be there and we'd go into a a restaurant and a glass of wine would already be preset. We didn't have to wait in line to get set, you know, and like all of these things, we'd walk across the street and dessert would just be on the table. And then we'd go into the mountains and candles were there. And all of a sudden, like lights were in the trees and a little champagne bottle. And then all of a sudden I'm proposing. And then we get in a Range Rover that's been rented. And then we drive down a mountain and like, oh, let's just go and like celebrate. And then we get to the house and big surprise party in the backyard. And I flew in her mom and her sister. And like, it was just, it was this <laughs> thing that just kind of grew, That's epic. And grew and it was epic but it was whimsical because mm-hmm. there was something to it that uh, was intentional for myself it was showing how much I cared and how much I valued her and it meant so much to her um, and uh, she said yeah so it worked out <laughs> it worked yeah yeah you really had to up the whimsy to get her to say yes huh? <laughs> I had to work hard yeah. but yeah I think intentionality though that's a good word but uh, so I want to focus actually on the first two things that you said, 
which are maybe the, the smaller parts of your big surprise of that day. So you talked about going to a restaurant and just having your table ready mm-hmm. and going to the, uh, I think you said the ice cream shop, right. And having ice, your ice cream just ready for you there. Right. Like, right. Okay. So that is probably the most common date ever, right. To go mm-hmm. out to dinner and go out to dessert. But what you did is you added just a little extra intentionality, something that made it magical. The fact that, okay, this is not normal that you walk in and you go to the same seat where you had your first date. Did I get that right? You that did. True? And I didn't even okay. bring that up again right I now. Know. So that's a really good memory. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that part. Uh, yeah. And you know, and you get to the ice cream shop and whoa, my favorite dessert is already right there. So it's, it's not even that, okay, what you described was epic and that took a lot of work, but you can bring whimsy even with some of those smaller things. Yep. Like you made those other things magical by just making a couple adjustments and being extra intentional. Yep. And uh, yes, the, the other part of that story I always remember is the Range Rover. I don't know why. I always remember that her favorite, her favorite car is a Range yeah, Rover. Yeah. So. <laughs> she, she always says like the second that my buddy popped out uh, from inside the Range Rover to drive us, you know, back to her place. She was like thinking either Jeff booked a really big acting job or we're in major debt. <laughs> <laughs> Should I say yes to this guy? <laughs> or he just rented it. She it, was, about that yeah, it was just a day rental guys. It was just a day rental. <laughs> yeah, what about, yeah. what about you? Aaron, where's whimsical in your, in your past? Well, you brought up, uh, the, um, the romantic example with your wife. So I'll do that as well. Um, I, I was kind of famous with, uh, with Jess, you know, famous, I use that term lightly, uh, but for what I called outfit dates. So I would say, Hey, you know, what do you want to wear to a date? And I would give her three choices say, do you want to wear like jeans and a sweatshirt? Or do you want to wear a dress? Or, you know, do you want to wear pajamas? And mm. then based on that, I would plan a date around that. And so just like, and they weren't out they you know, they weren't necessarily anything out of the ordinary. It was just going the extra step of saying like, Hey, you know, you get to decide the outfit and whatever you choose, it's going to be designed around that. Um, and there was, there was one in particular, I kind of took it to an extreme and, uh, I said, okay, we're going to an entire Saturday. I'm going to use your entire day. So just plan to be with me the entire day. <laughs> um, and, uh, I asked her some, some of those outfit questions and, uh, ended up, uh, we ended up flying to Denver for the day and we, we hiked a mountain, mm. um, and went out to dinner and then flew back home in the same oh my day. Gosh. And it's like, well, lots of people will go on a trip, you know, with, with, a a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Um, and that's not that interesting. It's just the fact that she didn't know about it. And we went there and came back all in one day. That's kind of what made it whimsical over the top. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was so fun. And it's a story that, you know, we still tell a lot. And if it was just a normal trip, it wouldn't be that interesting. Right. So, you know, it's just that little extra something, something, little extra. Flair. At what point in time while she's boarding this plane, <laughs> did she think, what the heck is happening? <laughs> My wife would be like, um, 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 <laughs> uh yeah i don't know well you know what maybe we should get our wives on the podcast at some point i think we should get some of their thoughts you you didn't have hank at the time right oh no this is before we were married oh oh oh, that's right that's right that's right yeah yeah. so (laughs) a little trickier to do (laughs) yeah no it was on our one year anniversary of dating oh that's awesome (laughs) so yeah that's very whimsical that yeah that's cool 
yeah, it was, uh, it, it's fun to do. And it's really fun to, that's the thing. When you create whimsy for someone, it's so fun to watch their reaction mm-hmm. and to see how much they enjoy it. Like that's the best part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've been on the receiving end of whimsy as well. Uh, so I, I once confided in uh, some friends of mine that I, my parents had this tradition when I was a kid uh, and they called it malt attack. And, uh, so they would wake me up in my head. It was the middle of the night. It was probably like eight 30 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd wake, they'd wake me up and they'd take us out to ice cream and they'd say malt attack. And, uh, that was probably my parents being whimsical or they just really wanted to go get dessert and <laughs> had to wake us up to go do it. Uh, but I, I prefer to think it's whimsical. So anyway, I told my friends, yeah, if anyone ever malt attacked me, that would be awesome. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it, it's a super fun tradition. So feel free to use that, you know, with, with ever. And anyway, I told my friends this and sure enough, they didn't quite pull off the malt attack per se, but I was at a coworker's house and all of a sudden the doorbell rings and there are 30 of my friends standing there and they all shout malt attack. Oh <laughs> and my it's, it's, it's probably like midnight at this time. And I was, <laughs> it was like, a, it was a late party and, and yep, they all take me to Perkins and we have a milkshake (laughs) and it's like, okay, it's going and having a milkshake with a bunch of friends is really fun. But the fact that they, you know, surprised, surprised me like that and, you know, kidnapped me, uh, that made it kind of whimsical. So Mm -hmm. it was was really cool. It is cool. Uh, It's cool to give uh, and it's cool to receive whimsy. I I can definitely feel that. I feel that we have to have a lot of good stories. um, You know, with all the the time we've spent at trial Lake camp that, Trolley camp has a lot of whimsy in my mind, like the past that it brings, you know, we have a lot of really good stories. I'm thinking like we did so many skits, right. Mm -hmm. Um, where we would, we would just do this for all the kids. They'd come and they'd come around at the night and we'd get ready to play a game. And we'd have this big elaborate skit, uh, made for them. Well, and the whole thing was like, these games are, are not like, if you think about the games at their core, they're not that interesting. Like capture the flag. Like, yeah, every game is you run somewhere and you try (laughs) to get something without somebody tagging you. Like that's pretty much every game. What really made people enjoy it was this theme that you put around it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, yeah, like these skits that we would do beforehand to say, okay, yeah, you're running around and you're not trying, you're trying not to get tagged, but here's why. Right. It made people so much more engaged in the actual game itself. Well, like Mission Impossible, give them give them the quick breakdown of what happened in the game Mission Impossible. And then we'll talk about how that whimsy put around it. That theme really kind of brought it around. Yeah. Well, I will say the the gameplay of Mission Impossible is kind of whimsical, too. I would say it's it's probably why I chose it. But uh, that, you know, that whatever, it's still a good example. So in Mission Impossible, which is a game, again, we, we played up at Trout Lake, uh, what you'd have is you'd add some of the staff members in trees and on top of buildings with giant flashlights or spotlights. Um, and the job of all the campers was to try to sneak into these campfires uh, to get these puzzle pieces, to try to put this puzzle together. Um, with, but th- their goal was to not get spotted by the staff members with their spotlights and their flashlights. So it was a night game. It was done at night. Um, and if they did get spotted, 
then there were people that would tie them to a tree with twine. <laughs> loosely, loosely. Loosely, yes. You could get yeah. out of it. You could get out of it, yeah. And if, if, Sometimes if anyone the... saw, if, if you were stuck for more than 30 seconds, somebody Yeah, you could always get, get yeah. out. And like the puzzle pieces were worth 100 points, but you get them back, you could bring them back to the table and you, your counselor, whoever would be back there, some ki- kids who really enjoyed puzzles would be back there kind of putting it together. But the whimsical part that I loved, and I think you loved when we were counselors or CITs trying to um, work for our cabin was where we would get an extra point if you tagged a spotter. Oh, yeah. It was 500 points if you could go up to anybody who's on staff who's not a counselor and go up there and, and touch them before they shone their flashlight on you. And if you could do that, then uh, then you'd actually get a lot of points. And that was I, I remember being on your shoulders many times. You were like boosting me into trees. Oh, yeah. Like that was that was awesome. Yeah. How many times in life do you get to try to sneak up on somebody who's like trying to hunt for you with a flashlight and try to tag them? Uh, it was, it was a blast. It really was. And then you can scream malt attack in their face. <laughs> malt attack. Diversion. Uh, anyway. So, but all of that, all of that, you know, is an incredible part of the game, but what was really fun when me and you were on program together was we would, def, def, you know, is we would create these skits um, that would theme it. So it, of course, mission impossible steamed with the mission possible type of music. Exactly. And I remember for the skit, I was the, uh, the spy and you were kind of like the head bad guy. And so you were sitting up at the boathouse and you were sitting on this like second level deck and, and you were like typing away at this like secret file. And I came in from the water, um, and like climbed onto this deck. And I like, my goal was to basically take out all these guards protecting mm-hmm. you and like through like all the campers who are sitting around, well, you're kind of like sneaking. Yeah. You got like, th- you got like 300 teenagers watching you and they're right. all just like, they're so oh, in anticipation of, of what's like, about what's to going happen. On? And so like, you're sneaking around and you're kind of like playing into the, the kids watching and you're like taking out all these guards and all of a sudden you get to this tree and like, I climb this tree and like drop in behind you. And then we have this cool, like looking around pretending like we don't see each other moment. And mm-hmm. then you like look one way and I, steal the file and like you climb down the tree take out a couple more guards and then like the sirens go off you're like what is going on and you like come chasing after me and then of course your boss at the time jill um you know she's like jill bell jill bell she's screaming at you as i'm running down the dock with this file and i don't think this is ever allowed anymore because i think we probably got in trouble but (laughs) as i'm running down the dock the ski boat is flying into the dock and we had um oh who was steph steph was um Steph Rant was yeah. flying in on the, the boat and swung around. She swung around and I, I jumped on the boat and sped away. As you jumped trying- on the boat while it was moving. Oh, I'm pretty sure she slowed down to a decently <laughs> close stop. It wasn't that, it wasn't that amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, but to the point still. that still, uh, it was still uh, to where we got yelled at later. Um, <laughs> jumped on the boat and the boat sped off and you're running down the dock and you're screaming at the fact that you've lost it. And Jill chases you down to the edge of the dock, pulls out a gun and shoots you. I don't know that you can get away with That's probably not allowed either. I don't know you can get away with all these anymore. Uh, Anyway, of course, the biggest thing that I remember, the most whimsical part is your big scream. (laughs) You got shot in the head. Yeah, that's not real. And you fell straight into the water. I mean, your acting chops were on point. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I'm not going to get hired in, in the next uh, action movie. But. I loved it. But see, that that <laughs> that set the stage for the game. Those kinds of skits set the stage. It just, like, makes it so fun to be a part of. 
And then I, I remember I, I was always the person who had to explain the rules. So right as the skit's done, I'm like out of breath and, and I'm walking over to the microphone. Who wants to, to play, play Mission Impossible? <laughs> Everyone, yay. Yeah. Okay, just just okay. give me a second to catch, yeah, catch yeah. my breath. Yeah, okay. yeah, 10 minutes of telling you how to play this game. Uh, uh, but yeah, plus, it's, I mean, it. yeah, it's that's just another example of how I get there was a lot of work involved in making that for skit. Sure. Um, yeah. But it, the game that they played is the same exact game that has been played every year for the past 20 years. Yep. It's just that it made it a special experience by wrapping this theme around it and having that extra intentionality. And that intentionality brings that joy. I mean, that truly is your intention is to spread joy to these kids who are here to, you know, experience something whimsical at camp camp is whimsical you know oh yeah and so they're there for this incredible week and you know maybe we should just throw in an advertisement for them like it's even more whimsical now like you can yeah. send your second your second and third grader to a week of summer camp and they're either gonna live in a castle or a yeah. tree house yeah it's unbelievable and they are amazing <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Trolley yeah. camp, definitely check it out. If you're in the, uh, the Minnesota area, if you want to, you know, swing into Minnesota for a week, there is a ton of signups. Yeah. So you can definitely go, if you want to check it out, you can go to trolleycamps.org um, and look it up. It's uh, it, 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 I know we've talked about it in the past, but between me and Aaron, we've spent so many good years there and oh, yeah. have so many good memories. So uh, something that I would, if you're looking for whimsy for yourself or for your kids or for a family camp or something like that, definitely check it out. And it's probably not as violent anymore. <laughs> it's probably a little, yeah, yeah. Plug, like, yeah, you're, don't worry. Kids aren't, you know, people are not jumping onto boats and there's not gunshots in the head. You know, the culture has changed a little. That was back in the mid 2000s. So that's a, that was you a know, solid two times decades. have changed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Jeff, I've got some homework for you. All right. Um, so this, this week, uh, in the next week, and maybe this is a challenge to you and all of our listeners, um, can you show whimsy to somebody in mm. some way, no matter how small, take some mundane thing and make it just a little extra, extra whimsical, you know, mm. like, you know, like take my gin and tonic here. I took the time to <laughs> cut, cut a couple lime circles to put in here. So I felt like somebody made this for me and it's a legit drink, you know, can you do that for someone? I'll show whimsy. I'll, I'll try to send it to somebody else instead of my own barista. I'll, I'll try to give whimsy to somebody other than myself, but um, <laughs> let's uh, let me take a look. I like the homework. Let's uh, let's chalk that one up. Let's chalk it up. All right. Well, Jeff, um, thanks for talking whimsy. Uh, I will say the idea of whimsy is something uh, that I did get from reading a book recently um, it's called Love Does by Bob Goff. He talks a lot about whimsy. He's got a lot of awesome whimsical stories. So if this was an interesting topic for you, go ahead and uh, check it out. Uh, I hate reading and it was still a fun read for me. So there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Jeffrey Larson, the actor. And I'm Aaron Sorbel, the actuary. And uh, let's be intentional this week. Yeah. Go bring a little joy into someone's life. <laughs>